Welcome to episode 47 of For the Love of Guns. My name is Jason and I want to talk to you about holsters. It seems like there's holster companies just popping up every day. But what about ones that have been around for a while? Ones that have tradition. Today I get to welcome Katarina Zakharova to the show. Now, Katarina works for Falco Holsters and Falco Holsters makes custom leather holsters for about the price that you're going to pay for a mass-produced holster. Yes, I did say custom. They're going to make it to your specifications. You go to the website, you get to select what color your leather is, what color your stitching is, what color the edging is going to be. And what's great is in about 10 days, you receive this holster. Now, Falco Holster has been around since 1989. That's right, 1989. I graduated high school in 91. So they've been around for a while, and they've been doing it by hand. They make these things by hand. Before we talk to Katarina, let's pay the bills. And today's episode is brought to you by, well, you. You're the reason that I can continue to bring you content but I need your help. It's real simple. It's not going to cost you a penny more. And sometimes I can even save you money. Just go to www.trb.fyi, go up in the menu, and you'll see partners and discounts. Click there, and you'll see all the companies that have partnered with me to bring you content. You click on their link, and you go to their website and go shopping. Just need to click on that link before you go shopping. It's not going to cost you a penny more. Because what's going to happen is a small percentage of your purchase is going to come back to the channel. And it's not going to cost you anything else. And like I said, I could save you money because I have discount codes there. Like Falco Holsters. Falco Holsters, if you use the code word BANSHEE at checkout, you'll save 10%. And there's other companies out there with discount codes. So make sure you go there. Make sure you shop using the affiliate links off of the webpage before you go shopping. That way I can continue to bring content, bring you the stuff you like to watch and listen. And with the bills paid, let's talk to Katarina. Katarina, tell me about your love of guns. So my name is Katarina and I work as a sales director for, for Falco Holsters. Um, I started to work for the company two and a half years ago. And uh, basically, I started uh, doing uh, customer care and then I moved to the international sales. And in less than one, less than half a year, I became the sales director and I was able to build my own team. Um, I enjoy working for this com company in particular because the team that we have is amazing. It's a lot of young people who are very creative and I just like the dynamics. So um, thanks to Falco Holsters, I was also introduced to the shooting industry and uh, I got a chance to try this amazing sport and to understand better what it is about. And I love it. So now the most of the time, uh, Outside of the work, I spend at the shooting range and generally I like uh, outdoors and hiking. Uh, I didn't try hunting yet, but uh, I'm pretty uh, positive that I will be able to try it very, very soon. So that's that's me. 
Well, welcome to the welcome to the outdoors and shooting here. Uh, it's great to have somebody new come in and, and learn the sport and and get to enjoy it. Uh, you know, we were talking a little bit offline. You had a great time at the Poma Conference. It's here in my home state. Uh, at least it was this year. And I, it, it's so sad that I didn't get to go. But yeah, you you had um, you had some fun playing with a little bit of full auto up there. Yeah. Something that not a lot of people get to do. Yeah. It, um, I mean, I always had this um, understanding of freedom and everything, but up until that moment that I tried to shoot full auto, I didn't really know the full, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the yep. full of, it was very empowering and uh, it was great that I got a chance to switch the giggle switch. And yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of giggles. Um, I mean, in Slovakia, it's very difficult to uh, get your hands on full auto because uh, you must either be a firearms manufacturer or uh, you need to have a spe specific license to, to be able to shoot it. But since I got back from Montana, I already found some friends who work for gun manufacturer. Wow. So I think that maybe I will be able to, to practice in Slovakia as well, somehow. <laughs> So, so it's it's amazing when you have friends that that work for manufacturers. Some of the things you get to play with at that point, they're they're definitely friends you want to make sure are really happy, so you can get to go play a little more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so now, like you said, you work for Falco Holsters. How did how did the company come about? I mean, this is not a a brand new company. You've been around for a little bit. Would you mind going into that? Yes, so actually Falco Holsters uh, has been on the market for more than 30 years. The company was founded in 1999 as a small family business. It was the father of our current CEO who started the company in his garage. It was like three people manufacturing falconry gloves and hunting equipment for local market. Um, and from what I can say, the falconry is a very precise sport here in Slovakia. It's very sophisticated and uh, the equipment for falconry needs to be really well made because it needs to have endurance. It needs to um, be able to withstand the weight of the bird, the claws and everything. So it was very, uh, it was uh, very natural to move from falconry because if you know how to do the gloves, you can do anything with the leather because you have the stitching figured out, the, the leather treating uh, figured out. And the community of falconry and hunting here in Slovakia is very close. So uh, the company and the product assortment grew horizontally. And uh, the founder, uh, his name is uh, Ivan Kovac. Uh, he was very focused on the product itself. So he's a true craftsman. He's still in the company up until this date. He's not taking part in any uh, directing or management, but he's always working at the R&D department. And uh, he's um, a true craftsman who cares about the product. So it needs to be well-made. It needs to represent his passion and just, you know, that, that kind of feeling. Uh, Thanks to this approach and thanks to his focus on the product and the quality, the brand grew first in Slovakia and Czech Republic, which is very close. And it gained a lot of um, 
fans and uh, people loved the product. They loved his approach. And so the brand grew very uh, naturally. Um, his son, he has two sons, uh, two sons, uh, Robert and Victor, and they both started to help the father uh, with, the, with the production, then later with the expedition. And they started to visit all of the stores and dealers in Slovakia and Czech Republic and just trying to uh, get more and more customers and to build the distribution channels. Uh, I think that Robert started as soon as he was 12 years old. It wasn't like it wasn't a nine to five job, but it was like sure. if he wanted to have some money for activities, his dad said, okay, but you need to help me in the company. So you need to learn how to do everything. And uh, after a couple of years, after 10 or 12 years, um, Robert wanted to grow the company to become bigger and to provide the great products to even larger audience. And uh, that's when he took over the company. And uh, since then, uh, we were able to get the brand to international market. I mean, uh, the whole European Union, even South Africa, uh, South Korea, uh, Malaysia, United States. Um, and what, I'm, what I appreciate the most about Falco holsters is that that passion that was in the beginning, the passion for hunting, for outdoors, and for the product itself, it stayed the same. And both sons, they they, they have the same values as, as their father had in the beginning. And in my opinion, that's what, what diversifies us from other brands, because we live in a really uh, fast world, world and everybody wants to push products and earn money and create profit. And here it's a little bit different because it was never about the profit. It was never about, you know, becoming huge and uh, selling a lot of products. It was always about providing good product to everybody that needs it. So that's- Because that happens with family companies. Uh, we've yeah. seen lots of family companies that when the, the founder decides to retire or pass away or however they leave the company, the, you know, the sons, daughters, the, you know, the next generation comes in and they start to, well, tinker with the company and, you know, they want the money out of it. And we start seeing quality going down and then, well, then it just becomes just another company, right? Just so, a money machine. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that's what's great with Falco is that the inventor is essentially doing exactly what he started. Uh, yes. And it's funny to hear that it started in, in a uh, in a garage. It's it doesn't matter what part of the world you're in. You know, it an, an entrepreneur still starts in their garage. I mean, yeah. there's so many companies that started in their garage, and that it's just kind of a great story to hear. Yeah, you need to start somewhere. And I, I found it I find it very motivating for everybody because no matter how you start and what you start with, but if you have great values, if you are honest and hardworking, you can you can go places. Yeah. Now Falco is obviously in now I'm gonna screw this up. Is it Slovakia or the Slavic Republic? It's Slovakia. Slovakia. Uh, okay. Because well, you hear, like, you see it both ways online, and I just want to make sure I'm yeah. I'm saying it correct. I mean, uh, both names are you you can't go wrong. Slovak Republic is 
not a bad term. It's fine. Uh, we just use Slovakia, Slovakia in general. So now Falco is in Slovakia and that's where your products are made, correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, we are located in Slovakia. It's Central Europe. We are part of the European Union and all of our products are made in-house. We never went that way when you buy uh, products from suppliers and just resell them. Everything we offer is made by us so we can ensure that everything is the quality we want it to be. Now, you said that you're shipping internationally and I know you're shipping internationally because well, I have some products here on the table of yours. Now, isn't it expensive to, like if I go out and buy something, isn't it kind of going to cost me a lot of money to ship that to the United States or, you know, South, South Africa or every, everywhere else that you're, you're shipping to? Well, um, I mean, the past, uh, maybe 10 years, the whole world is interconnected and uh, the freight and shipments are very effect uh, effective or efficient. Um, and just for comparison, the distance from New York City to um, Las, Los Angeles is moreover the same as from London to U United States. So it's not that expensive as you might think. For example, to ship um, a regular box like we do with our online store uh, to our customer in uh, United States, it costs us $20, which is, I think, comparable to the cost yeah. of shipping something from one end of United States to another. I actually think it might be cheaper to ship it from, from Slovakia <laughs> to the United States than for me to ship something to the East Coast. Yeah, and it's pretty fast. I mean, if we, we use FedEx, uh, FedEx Air, and uh, some of the some of the packages get delivered within two days. Sometimes I am even surprised. It's I mean, it's like that for certain destinations, like New York, for example, it's faster. But even even the farther parts of the uh, United States, it, it's very rare for a shipment to take more than three to four days. Yeah, I think my box came about three days. Uh, actually, it was technically four days because when it shipped, it just missed the flight coming over, and then it was a weekend. <laughs> so technically, it was four days, but it would have been three days. And I was surprised because that's that was originally my thing: is that okay? I'm going to get this holster. It's going to come in from you know Slovakia. Is it going to get held up in customs? And I was surprised that it, everything was very smooth. Um, I, I was looking at the tracking numbers that was coming across. I can see where it went into, you know, through Europe and then where it came into the United States. It, it cleared customs almost like right when it hit the border. Um, yeah. so, so obviously the electronic stuff of clearing customs is working because it, you, they were expecting it and they knew what it was there, what, what it was. They are pretty efficient. They know what they are doing. Yeah. And now you also have free shipping if you spend $109 too, correct? Yeah, actually. So, so if you buy a couple uh, of products, you can get free shipping. Yes. Yes, that's, uh, that's correct. Um, actually, we decided even that even when the shipping actually costs us $20 per box, we only charge the customers fourteen ninety five uh, because we we want to keep it convenient for everybody. And then if you buy uh, 
more products and uh, if it's over $109, you get free shipping. And we said that um, $109 because it's our average amount or average value per order. So most sure. of our customers, it's over 70% of our customers that get the free shipping. So yeah, that's some interesting math then. So that's how you came up because not a lot of people think about the math for free shipping, you know, um, you know, I've had my own company, a retail business, and you think about shipping and you're always, you're always figuring out, okay, when can I do this free shipping? And for you guys to go through and say, Hey, this is our average sale. So if you hit our average sale, we're just going to give you free shipping and you know, just about everybody gets free shipping at that point. Yeah. You I mean, it, it also needs to work on the cost side. So sure. <laughs> naturally yeah, I mean, you're, you're not in business to give away free shipping, correct? I mean, yeah. you got to play the math and that's, that, that's just where it came. We are always trying to find the best solution for both our company and our clients, because as I said, in the beginning, we, we do this to get the products to everybody who needs it. Sure. Now, I, I, I've spent money. I bought a holster. What if I don't like that holster? Okay. So I mean, it, actually, you know, I just say, this is just not for me. Yeah. Uh, we have a 30 days buyback policy, uh, which I came up with uh, two years ago when I started at the company. And I was like, we are in a very different position than uh holster manufacturers who make a limited amount of products and they are really like common off the shelf products. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, you, it's easy to keep them in stock and resell them. 90% of holsters we make are truly custom. So it's for a specific handgun in specific color with specific stitching. And it's very difficult to resell the holster to another customer. But even though we felt that we need to since we are in Slovakia and you can't really see the product before you see it, we wanted to give our customers a possibility of a second chance, I would say. So if you order some product online and you, you don't need to tell us the reason, you may not like the design or you chose something that doesn't work for you and you want to switch it for something else, you can always, within 30 days, you can uh, send us an email or give us a phone call and we can exchange the product for you for a, a store in-store credit for the same value as you paid for the original product. And then you can pick anything else from the website. Um, usually for uh, United States, we, we usually don't even ask the, um, the customer to send the item back to us because it's not cost efficient to it pay. Yeah, sure. So it works like this. And um, I'm very glad that the company decided to go this way because I think that, especially since most of the purchases moved online, people just need a chance to, you know, to return the product and change it for something else. And our, our product assort assortment is very wide. So even though, and it doesn't really happen that often, I think that it's less than one, uh, one half of a person, of a person. So it's less than half a person of the case. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, but, that's that's good. Yeah, and, and it's it's the end of your day, and it's a Monday for you. So, yeah, it's, a, you, it's a Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Monday, and you're uh, you're you're like you're at the end of your day. You're just kind of relaxing. Whereas it, it's funny because people don't think about um, 
time zones. You know, we had some time zone issues to to overcome just to get through this. Like, you know, right now it's it's seven thirty in the morning here. Um, you're wrapping up. You're you're ready to you're ready to start sitting back with a glass of wine or you know or uh, you know a beer. Just kind of chill out for the rest of your yeah. evening. Yeah. Um, now there's a warranty on your products. Can you talk to me a little bit about the warranty? You know, obviously, you know, I, I bought the product. I like it. It's a year later, and I have I don't know maybe some stitching is mm -hmm. is coming loose. Would you mind talking about the warranty? Yes, of course. So what we do is we offer lifetime limited warranty on all of our products, and the warranty covers the workmanship. So anytime and we did it and we made it lifetime because you don't need to start using your sometimes when you get a product you don't start using it on daily basis right away so maybe you start using the product after two years of uh two years after you made the purchase and you notice that something's not working the stitching is coming off um we exchange the product for a new one uh on our costs if something like that happens um again this really doesn't happen often, but uh, when it happens, we make sure that we provide our customers with the best service we can. And uh, our girls from the customer service are, are amazing in this. So the only thing you need to do is uh, contact us. We will request uh, just a picture of the product because we need it to proceed. You verify that, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we provide you with a replacement holster in 10 days. So you don't need to wait, um, you know, a long time or you don't need to go through a very difficult process. It's it's very easy and we resolve it very quickly. Awesome. Now, earlier you were talking about, you know, you have guns, you know, different, you know, the culture is made for different guns. Now, looking on your website, you have over 500 designs, mm -hmm. 2,000 models of pistols and 900 900 models of revolvers i mean that's that's a lot of guns that you got you're you're, you're making holsters for i mean yes. this is truly you know that you're not making a holster where it's like hey i have this size holster and it'll fit these manufacturers guns you're making literally like a here i'll hold this one up like this holster was made this is a one of your light bearing holsters mm -hmm. this was made for my SIG P365 uh, XL with a TLR7 light. I mean, this is not, you know, this is not a Glock holster. This is, this is specific to my gun. So yes. talk to me a little bit about how you make holsters. Cause I mean, that's a, that's a lot of guns that you're, you're supporting. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting because last year we even tried to, come up with a final number of all of the combinations we can we can make with that was the hard, design. Wasn't it? <laughs> it was it was a couple of hundred millions uh combinations so it's uh i always say that falco is crazy and it's good because that's our unique selling point um we are not producing just a couple of sizes of holsters that will fit you know loosely majority of the firearms we really do gun specific holsters and uh, that's that's how we um, get that's how we get yeah. on the American market, to be honest. Because the larger brands they only focus on the combinations that are best selling. Because everybody needs to, 
you know, be able to navigate through the through the stocks and um, yep. everything like that. But for us, since we are we manufacture each holster uh, one at a time. And it's one craftsman who's making the holster from the beginning to the end. And this allows us to really play around with the, with the design. And it allows us to, to offer these combinations. So what we do is we have real um, gun modes or blue guns for each of the guns that we have in our gun list. Um, and we have the real uh, lights and lasers. Uh, that you can attach to the gun. So when we get an order, we take the specific blue gun that is uh, your firearm model. If you have any accessories attached, we attach the, that accessory as well. And we make the holster specifically for this combination. So there are no compromises. Everything fits uh, Everything fits perfectly. Everything fits like a glow, as, uh, as we would say. And I think that it's very important if you want to carry your firearm safely, you don't want to uh, have your firearm, you know, wiggling in the holster. Yep. You just, and everybody needs to learn that on their own. Like everybody has the, yeah. you know, the drawer with uh, yep. 10 or 20 holsters uh, that yeah. will work. And you realize at some point of your life, you realize that you really want something that fits and you really want something that is made for you. And that's when everybody comes to us. Yeah, because that's the whole thing. Uh, you know, I'll hold this up again. And everybody, there's going to be some videos coming out in the next few months on these holsters. Um, that's the one thing I noticed about this is that, you know, when I put my 365 XL into this, it, you know, it fit tight. And then leather holsters are fit tight. We'll talk a little bit about care and, and stuff with leather holsters. But it fit tight, but it was it, it it wasn't like a compromise. I mean, it it was there, it fit, it was perfect. It just needed to be like I, I like to say seasoned. And then you know, especially with this one with the light bearing, I mean, I had the light on, and it just it was there. I didn't have to worry about it. It's it's just really nice to see how it fit, and you can see, um, and you guys won't be able to see on. The thing and i'm sorry for those of you listening on audio just watch the video if you want, want to see you can see the molding around that light where it was um and that's what i really liked about this i mean it was a it was a nice you know it's a it's a leather holster it's nice now talk to me a little bit about how you choose materials i mean this is not some cheap leather that you're using here this is some really nice thick stiff leather yeah, so um, it's uh, it's still our CEO personally who picks the best leather hides that we use. Everything needs to be approved by him. We've been working with Italian Tenery for ages now, and uh, we buy uh, natural it's Italian cow hides. It's uh, only full grain uh, leather. It's only croupons, so it's just the the central part of the cow cow hide. Um, there is minimum requirement for the thickness of the leather. Uh, we use metric system. So in metric system, it would be that the, uh, the leather cannot be less than three millimeters thick. In your, uh, in your way of measuring, it would be nine to 10 ounces. Uh, the cows that the tannery use, uh, uses are actually raised in France. So it's French cows. 
then the leather is processed in in italy it's uh, we we wanted to, the leather to be processed in italy because we had a great relationship with the tannery who's making these for us and it works basically in a way that we tell the tannery what leather we need what are our requirements and they prepare the leather for us um uh, so that's the letter. Uh, regarding Kydex, we only use American Kydex. So uh, if I if I wanted to tell in one sentence like what materials we use, I would say that we are using only the best American and European materials. So everything that we use for production of all of our products comes from either uh, European European Union or uh, United States. Some of the materials we use, especially premium nylon that we use for our nylon holsters, it's custom made for us. So with our own R&D, we know what we need. We know like this holster should be like the nylon should be padded inside or it should be it should have this finish or the leather should be this thick and we want it in such and such dimension. So we instruct our suppliers to provide just the thing we need and we always go for the for the best quality they can offer. So you're controlling the quality from the raw materials all the way to the finished product. Yes. I mean this absolutely. is not you're not just buying off the shelf stuff uh, components to have it handmade to you know have a quality product you you know you're controlling all the inputs plus the manufacturing. Yes. Awesome. Now, we'll go back to the leather again. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people like Kydex, and I'm not going to fault them. I, I prefer leather. Um, I like leather. There are some Kydex holsters I like, but leather is a different animal. You know, Kydex is kind of just clip it on and go, whereas leather, you need to work with a little bit, and um, there's care and maintenance. Would you mind talking a little bit about the breaking in of the leather and then the care and maintenance of the leather long term. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, with uh, when the, we are using natural cow hides for the manufacturing of our products, we buy the leather raw. So that means that we hand color it in house. So it's tanned in our facility, and it's molded when the leather is still wet. So the natural leather, it soaks the wet, uh, the wetness from the, from the tanning and molding process. And when the, the holster is drying and the, the water evaporates, the holster itself may shrink a little. It doesn't happen always. It depends, like each cowhide is different. Each cow, cowhide has different pores. It soaks different amount of water. But when the holster shrinks a little, you need to break it in. Uh, it's very easy. And to be honest, if your holster needs to be broken in, that's why you know, when you know that the leather they used for the production was high quality and it was natural. It wasn't like Chinese uh, man-made yeah. leather. It's it's a cowhide. Comes from the from the animal. So the easiest way to do the breaking process is to soak the leather from the inside of the holster. You soak it with the rubbing alcohol or the breaking uh, liquid that we provide in our breaking set that you can add to, to your purchase. And once the holster is soaked in from the inside, it becomes, it becomes more uh, soft. You put your uh, firearm into the, 
just a plastic bag. You put it inside yeah, like of a shopping, the... like a shopping bag. Yes, yep. like a shopping bag. You put it uh, into the holster and you push it. Sometimes you need to push it a little harder, but once the whole, the, the firearm is in the place where it sits correctly, you just leave it like that until the holster dries out. And once the holster dries, up, dries out, uh, it won't shrink again back to the original state. So it will now fit perfectly. And even, for example, if you receive your leather holster and it fits very well, but you prefer a little bit less of the retention on the holster, you can do it as well. You just need to wrap maybe two bags around your firearm. It will add a little bit of the, of the mass around the gun and you can stretch the, the holster fi uh, farther. I wouldn't do it, but it's depending on how you would like on to the use. use the holster. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because some people, some people like a little bit of a looser holster than others. And mm -hmm. unlike Kydex, you know, Kydex will have, you know, the screws to, to adjust retention. You mm -hmm. are dealing with, you know, well, skin, <laughs> literally <laughs> skin. And, you know, these are things that you think of, you know, and I did my 365XL in this, um, I did one bag and that was enough to, to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, when I did this holster and you guys are all getting to see stuff, you know, the shoulder holster, this is for my, uh, P320. Um, I'll admit, I'll, I will tell you, this is, that holster was the tightest holster I have ever seen. Um, that took me a little bit to get used to, but I will tell you that I cheated a little bit when I did that one because I also have a P320 in 45. Mm -hmm. And that gun is just a hair bigger than than the nine millimeter version. So I I, I did that for my with my 45. And now it's just perfect. But yeah, definitely I, I like the whole thing of of wrapping a couple of bags on. If you want a little looser of a holster, you just wrap it up, you know, just put an extra bag in there and let's face it, everybody goes shopping, just keep a bag. It's not, it's not that hard. It's not like it's going to cost you a whole lot of money. No, it, it's not. And actually, um, once you break the holster in, it won't stretch any farther. And th that means that the holster will last you for a couple of years. We have customers who are using our leather holsters for over 10 years and it's still holding the shape. So wow. it's, yeah. It's, that's a it's, that's a quality leather. Yeah, so it may take a little bit of work on the on the beginning, but it pays off hundred times. Yeah, because it will last longer. I'll tell you, um, you know, the one thing I noticed about your holsters is, like I said, I, I like holsters. I've used American-made leather holsters. Um, you know, mass well, mass-produced American-made leather holsters, and those holsters. I don't know, uh, about five years, uh, I'm replacing them because things are just mostly right here where it connects into the belt. They mm -hmm. just kind of break down. Um, and that's where I, I get a little picky about my holsters because I don't want to replace my holster every five years. And that's, you can tell, I, I can tell from, you know, one of those mass produced holsters, just feeling the leather. And when I pick one of these up, you know, I was because I was at your, your booth at SHOT Show and I was playing around with them. I'm like, they, these felt different in my hand, um, you know, and that's kind of why I wanted to play with your holsters and get you on. Because I 
I think this is some things people don't think about holsters that there's a difference. There's a difference in manufacturing. There's a difference with a handmade holster, uh, you know, and that's, you know, people, people need to educate themselves to be a good consumer. These are not really any more expensive than the mass produced holsters that are on the market here. No, they're, they're, they're right in line with the, with the price of them, which is great. Yeah. And then I like handheld, I like my handmade things too. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're trying to keep the, the retail price, um, affordable because we are making holsters for the people. Yeah. We are not, uh, we don't want to make a couple of these and sell them at the highest price possible. We want really to provide everybody with a correct holster. And I like what she said that um, after maybe five years of usage, some holsters can just break down. And I actually didn't respond to part of your question when you were asking about the breaking process. You asked me like how you should treat your leather holster afterwards. So it always depends on the user as well. If you take care of your leather holster, it will last you longer, uh, no matter what holster you use. So the most important part is to keep the holster dry. So even if you are carrying hold all day and you can you get home, make sure that the holster dries out completely because before maybe putting it in the drawer, or you can use uh, oil in oils, natural oils to impregnate the leather. So it fills in the pores and the holster doesn't suck the wetness from the, okay. you know, from the air. It, bas it basically seals the holster. Yes, it basically seals the holster. So that's what I would do. Always um, keep the holster. If you are maybe in the car, don't leave your holster in in open, uh, like under the sun. <laughs> yeah. It, so it shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's Monday. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Basically, basically don't, don't cook your holster in your car. Don't cook your holster. That's uh, <laughs> yes. I like the way you said it. Yes. Don't cook your holster and keep it away from animals because if it's natural leather, dogs love to chew on it because it smells, <laughs> yeah. it smells nice. So yeah, they're like the three basic things. And, uh, what I, from what I've seen on the market, there are a lot of companies that are using maybe the thickest leather available. So it will be like 12 to 13 ounces. Uh, so it's, the leather is really, really thick, but it's not just about the thickness of the leather. It's stitching of the holster is equally important. And you can tell it right away. If you, if you take whatever, whatever holsters, just take two of them, maybe one that is more, more high end and one that is like really, really, um, affordable. And you can tell by the stitching the quality of the workmanship. And if the holster is not stitched properly, it probably won't last very long. So with our holsters, we make sure that all of the important parts uh, are stitched uh, uh, with double stitching. And uh, the, the trick that I learned at Falco Holsters is to take a look at the, at the thread and the thread of the, of the holster of the stitching, always needs to come specifically into the hole in the product from where the other thread comes out. So you can see that it's really neat if you know what I'm trying to describe yep. with my... Yeah, because 
You're using the same hole for both sides. Yes, yeah, same hole for yeah. both sides. So if you take a look from the front side and from the back, uh, back side, you, you can tell that somebody really took care yeah. about... Uh, That's right. Now you're talking about, I'm, I'm going to be like looking down at this holster the entire time now. <laughs> yeah. And um, another thing that adds to the lifespan of the product is that uh, we treat the edges of the leather. So there are no raw edges on the holster. We use special uh, paint uh, to do that and it seals the leather. So it soaks even less wetness uh, than, than so it, it doesn't would. become a wick. The, the edge doesn't become a wick for the inside. You, know, you can have that coating on the outside and the inside, but you don't protect that edge. It's just gonna suck it up and Go mm -hmm. right through the middle. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Let's see here. And then, um, sorry, I, I am totally going to be looking down at holsters. I'm going to be thinking about holsters all day today, which is not a bad thing. It's not uh, a bad thing. No, not a bad thing at all. Now, in April, I believe it was April, mm -hmm. came out with hand-carved holsters. Yes. I love Talk these. about that because when I saw that, it kind of reminds me of like, um, like the old Western holsters. Like, you know, you get that hand carving, the real craftsmanship into it. Talk a little bit about those. So, we wanted to come up with something that is that really shows like how far we can go with the with the craftsmanship, and the we know craftsmanship. Yes, and we know a group of the best saddle makers here in uh, in this side of the world. And it took us maybe a year and a half to persuade them to, to go into this project with us, but we were relentless. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we made a deal. Now they are making these uh, hand-carved holsters for us, and these are made as well as the remaining uh, assortment, they are made one at a time, but they are made by the best saddle makers in Slovakia and you, you can tell it. So the patterns on the on the leather are hand carved. Um, some of the some of the uh, companies use use um, like a stamp. Yeah, they stamp the design on the leather, but this is like each each little dot, each little detail is handmade on these holsters, and they are they are a little bit more expensive, but uh, there's more there's more time to them, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's the time. Uh, it's the time that goes into it, and I'm very proud that we are we were able to launch it, and we got a really like amazing response from from our, our customers, and we currently have. Three designs: the floral design, floral design, the basket weave, and the ornament. And we will be adding more of them. But right now, and I'm really excited about it. And you will be the first person to know about this from outside of the company. Cool. And I'm coming out with limited edition of uh, our holsters. It won't be uh, hand carved all around the holster like this, but. If you take a look of some of our inside the waistband holsters, for example, there's an added layer of leather on the opening of the holster uh, to reinforce uh, the, the holster and allow easy reholstering. Yes, like that. Right um, there, just like yeah. that. 
that's the hybrid. And with the leather inside the waistband holster, it goes all around the holster, like from the, oh, the wow. and rare. And I, I will have this extra layer of leather hand carved with a floral design or something else. So this will create like a combination of our regular premium leather holster with a really, really nice hand carved details. And it will be more affordable. It will be limited edition. So maybe it will be 200 or 300 holsters of that kind available. But I think that it will be a great um, opportunity for people who, who love the feeling and the Western feeling of the product. So you can get it and you don't have to sell your kidney for it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> let's face it, that's, you know, that is a lot of work. Uh, you know, long. I've done, I've done custom work on guns and it takes a lot of time. Um, so when you're doing things by hand, it takes time. And I don't think people understand that. Um, I did a video of checkering a front strap of a 1911. Or in Seventh Street, you know, you have the, the diamond points and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people understood that until I did that video where just doing that front strap was nine hours of work. You know, yeah. sure, I could laser it, I could put it on a mill, but I did it with a hand file. And those, those are the things that you pay for. You pay for that that hand working of, of the of the metal. And that would be paying for the hand working of that leather. And that's that's an amazing thing because when you guys came out with that, I'm like, that is awesome. Uh, and I'm glad that you're using saddle makers because those saddle makers put a lot of work into those saddles. That's why, you know, I mean, first of all, the saddle's a lot of leather, yes. but then you have a lot of craftsmanship that goes into that. So that that's really cool that you're kind of pulling, even though you're kind of in the same industry, you're not really, but you're pulling that talent in that has yeah. that history of it. Well, it's it's leather work. And my daughter, uh, I have a daughter and she's riding. Uh, she's actually uh, riding uh, at a rodeo. So she's just learning. So I have, I'm really, I appreciate these kind of things. And I appreciate, I think that when something is made by hand and these people have been doing this for decades. So they are really yeah. precise and you can, you can Cent just- Centuries. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I don't think if so. It, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it, it it depends on what you look at, but it, it could be. Um, yeah, I mean, this this specific guy is not doing this for centuries. No, no, no. But I'm just saying that the craftsmanship goes back centuries. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And uh, you are not paying for for just the product. You're you're not paying for functionality. You're paying for the feeling you have. And you carry the, the, the holster and you put your firearm in it. So I, I'm pretty excited about this. And I'm excited that we'll be able to bring a little bit of this to, you know, again, to broader audience by doing this limited edition and Wait. combining. You're bringing kind of that old world into the new world. Um, you know, here in the United States, depending on what state you're in, we have open carry where you don't need a permit. You just, as long as your gun is not concealed, you can carry it. And that's the perfect time because that's, I mean, you talk about a conversation piece, you know, you know, people like, oh, hey, check that out. I mean, I can imagine there are certain towns here in Montana, you go walking around with, I don't know, your a revolver and, you know, a 1911, something classic like that. And then you have that custom work. People are going to stop and talk to you. 
It just yes. they, they are. It's just the way it's going to be. Um, that's the Western culture here. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. That's awesome. Um, yeah. We should all carry with pride, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I love I love that saying. I might have to steal that from you. Um, yeah. you, you need you need to put that on your webpage. Carry with pride. Oh yeah, yeah, I will actually. That, that, this is there really you go. There's a write, write that one down. Yeah, that's gonna be that's good. You're gonna see Falco holsters is gonna start using that as a tagline soon. That's awesome. Yeah. Every time you see Falco <laughs> holsters use the tagline, you will need to think about Jason. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about uh, you know I held this holster up. This is this is a hybrid. Yeah. Now, on a hybrid, is there anything different that you need to do with a hybrid than a, than a full leather holster? Uh, we need to produce also the kydex part. <laughs> yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> uh, mm, well, what we do with our hybrid holsters is for the inside the waistband holsters, we make sure that the leather platform is well perforated so uh, your skin can breathe while you carry. I get the holes... Yeah, so there are holes all around. We reinforce the the top part, the, the sweat guard is reinforced with a second layer of leather. So it's easier to reholster your firearm after after you drew it. And uh, that's that's it. I personally I would carry either in full leather holster or full kydex. But I can see the advantages of hybrid holsters because it's uh, it's very comfortable. And sometimes when you, it depends on the yeah on the way how you want to use uh, the holster and on the conditions in which you are carrying. And with a hybrid holster, it's um, it's more comfortable with just the kydex. And especially this holster you showed everybody, Jason. This is uh, a perfect example. Uh, to demonstrate the the thing I see as a large advantage of uh, hybrid holsters is that the clips are very widespread on the holster, and thus even with the heavier firearm, it distributes the the weight of the, the firearm across. Yep. Yeah, across your belt. And uh, again, the difference between our hybrid holsters and uh, another hybrid holsters that are on the market, it is that our platforms are not as rigid. So when you, for example, take a um, regular hybrid holster that you see at the stores, the platform, uh, the leather platform is very rigid. So it's it's straight. And with our holster, it's uh, the platform is perforated and it's, uh, it's reinforced at the opening because it needs to be. But the rest of it is very um, soft and it, it can bend uh, around your body uh, in an easier way. That's make that's what makes the holster more uh, comfortable and again as well as with the leather holsters these are compatible with we can make them for plenty of firearms that uh, other people can't so that's the, the unique selling point. and that's that's the thing because i'm i'm not a big inside the waistband holster person mm -hmm. uh, they're starting to grow on me but i'm not a big i like outside the waistband and that's the one thing about this is I mean, you can see, sorry for those in the audio side, but you you can see how much this will conform to your body. Um, and then the, your, your, your typical inside the waistband holster usually has a clip here and then it starts riding and things like that. Whereas this is, it's there, it stays 
Um, it does distribute the weight of the firearm across, which which I love about that. And you all will start seeing some videos about this stuff in the next couple of months. But that is uh, that's what I like about. It. Now I would imagine for for the the care of this, since this is inside the waistband, this is going to be up against your skin. This would be a little more important to make sure you dry out after wearing it than your outside the waistband holster. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But um, it's uh, as, as long as you take care of the holster and you don't neglect it, it will last you a lifetime. Yeah. And uh, again, this combines the, the best um, characteristics of Kydex because it protects the firearm from the, from the outer side. And it, it really it delivers uh, the click in the majority of the cases as well. And with the leather on the inside, it's, it's more comfortable. So especially if you are a Kydex person, but you want to carry the firearm like all day inside your waistband, when you need to move around and maybe sit in the car and, you know, be in different uh, positions, it's better to co go for a hybrid holster because it just, it doesn't dig into your body. The, the leather shoes. It's the best of both worlds. Yes. Right? Yes. You get, you get the, you get the retention of the trigger guard in, in the Kydex. You get mm -hmm. the impact protection of the Kydex from the outside, but yet you don't have that rough Kydex up against your body. Yes. You have something that is breathing. And I, I do love that you put the holes in here because it does let more airflow through. Plus, it also helps you with the flexibility. So, yeah, it's it's really the best of both worlds when you're when you're talking about you know those inside the waistband. Yeah, and you know, if, uh, you said that you are not really inside the waistband uh, type person, but with this holster, even though it's inside the waistband holster, you can carry it outside of waistband too. And uh, yes. I don't know if you are uh, familiar with Instructor Zero. He's uh, he's working with our yeah. holsters. And he always carries this particular design as outside the waistband, just the way you thread the, the belt through. Yep. It's just, you don't put that inside. You just kind of go put the belt yes. on the outside. Correct. Yeah. Now, I'm going to bring something up. And one of the things I thought was cool is chamber flags. Yeah. You are the only holster company that I have ever seen that has put chamber flags in each one of their packages. And what's really cool is it's half of the Falco logo. I mean, yeah. you get the little, you get the beak of the Falcon here and then the one wing. It's that, that is a really, really cool idea. Thank you. Thank you. We wanted to uh, in include something uh, nice for the customers. And uh, we decided that this will be a good thing because it's it's small, it's tiny, it doesn't, you know, uh, you need... And don't who doesn't need a chamber flag? <laughs> yeah, and everybody I mean, needs it. Yeah, and the bright color helps because it's easy to see it when it's in see. the chamber. <laughs> yep. And then the other thing is the box that you get the stuff that comes in. Yeah. There's only one other company, and they're not a, they're not a holster company, that I have ever seen that has put targets on their yeah. box. I mean, let's face it. You're selling a gun product to a gun person. You're going to need a target. Yeah. You guys put targets. I mean, you talk about the ultimate in recycling. Yeah. You can, uh, it's uh, upcycling. It's uh, ecological, but as well, 
Everybody needs a good target. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, one thing I wanted to show some people, let me bring up your, your web page here, mm -hmm. is when we start talking about your holsters, um, I wanted to go walk somebody through because I went through this. Of course, my computer is acting weird. Let me resize this. Maybe this will work better this way. Custom golden gun holsters. There we go. Now, we'll just pick a holster here. There. Well, since I, we've been holding this one up. Okay. What's really cool about this is you go through product configuration. Where okay. you pick your gun. You basically uh, build the holster from the scratch. Exactly. That's what I wanted everyone to see is this is not a, um, this is not a one and done holster. I mean, you literally are, you know, the customer is literally telling you how to build their holster. Yeah. And then you pick your site, whether you're left or right-handed. I was, you're built I was with. Little trick. Uh, if you go a little bit uh, more uh, to the to the top part, to the yeah, there is. Uh, if you can see it under the button back, under the select your gun option, there is the little option you can tick. It's a uh, have yeah, have not found what you are looking for. If you do ah. this, you can type in your specific gun model. So even if we don't have it in a gun list, you can type it, it in and. Someone from our Cascare will contact you and find a solution because we keep adding these gun molds every month. So there's a high chance that we we are just adding yours. Wow. You see, I did not know that. Because one of the one of the things I have is I have um a BRG9, which is um, you know, a brand new to the United States. It's basically a Springfield XD clone. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but there's some differences to it. So this basically would notify you, hey, there's a new gun out there that you don't have a mold for. And you guys could start doing your um, your research on that and still possibly build that that holster out. Yeah, correct. That's that's awesome. I, you know, I didn't even notice that before. But everybody, you know, while I'm looking through this, it's telling you, you know, you're telling them how you want your holster built. You know, whether you want the full half, yeah, sweat guard, half sweat guard, without a sweat guard, um, we'll just do full. What color you want your leather? I tend to lean towards brown. And what color your kydex is, if there's other kydex. Yeah. If you want some extras, they can do some, some extras to it. And then this is what I really think is cool that you're, you've added to your holster if you wanted to laser etch an image to it. Yeah. Um, it's always best if you are considering to add a laser picture on the holster, it's always best to uh, pick simple picture with maybe just two colors because it's a laser engraved. We can, you know, sure. do, do it in color. So that's what I always suggest to our customers and it can look really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to like take like a, yeah, like a 
picture from the outdoors where there's all these colors of different trees and stuff. You want to keep it as simple as possible. Or you can, if you, if you have your picture, you, you really, really want to find a way how to put it on the holster. You can upload it. And what we do, every, every order is processed by somebody. And everybody, every order is seen but by someone from our team. So they can tell, like, is this really going this to gonna work? Yeah. So we see this is not going to work. We, we will not make ugly holster for you. We will reach out to you and we will find a way how to maybe choose a different picture or, or maybe how to edit the original picture so it can be laser engraved. See, and that's, that's what's great about having, you know, not a mass produced facility. You actually have someone working this where a computer might not see it. They, oh, okay. Somebody uploaded it. I'm just going to do it. Someone, you know, someone has some eyes on what, what's going on to make sure that it's going to work out for you. Correct. And there's, you can add a, a belt if you want to. There's sometimes uh, some add-on and safe product that you can, you can get with a better price. So, so definitely go check out the website when you're looking for these things, because this is, and I chose a pretty simple uh, holster to do. When um, you're looking at a regular holster, not like a hybrid, you're there's things in there where, you know, like earlier, you were talking about the edges of a holster. Mm -hmm. You can even pick the color of the edge of your holster because I saw there there's like blue and they're all different, co different yeah. colors. Sometimes, this is, this yeah. is custom. <laughs> Sometimes what we do for, uh, and it's especially police officers who ask for it, but I think that it's a really, really nice combination. They go for the black leather holster with blue stitching blue. and blue edges. Yeah. And it's, it's really nice. But we have... Yeah, yeah the yeah. black is traditional uh, duty belt, plus, well, blue for the for the police. That's, yeah, I can see where they would they would be drawn to that. Yeah, yeah. So we can, you can really play around with the, with the configurator. And that's what people like about our website. Now, it's sometimes with the configuration, you might get lost because it's so many options. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I I'll tell you, the, the first time I went through it, it took me a little bit to get used to it. And then I'm sitting there going, because you ask about the height of the, the, um, the sites. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know what it is. I'm sitting there trying to measure my my sights, and um, yeah. so it's definitely something that when you go to do this is not you. You are literally building a holster, so you're getting every input that you need to make sure that, that holster fits the need. Because you know, let's you know, some people have suppressor height sights, which are you know pretty tall. Um, even though they're not carrying with a suppressor, they still have those tall sights. And that's the thing that people don't realize with holsters is just because you bought a holster, it doesn't really mean it works. This is why you do a custom holster is yes. that it matches everything that you're expecting that holster to do. Exactly. And uh, we could go and make every holster that we produce um, compatible with uh, suppressor height sites. But if we did it, there wouldn't be an option for someone who's not using them. So if you are using just regular iron sites, 
the holster made for high sides would be maybe too loose for you. So that's why we really want to cover all of the options. Awesome. Now I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up the website one more time here. And right there we have, there's, for those of you who are wondering about the hand carved, it's right there. Yeah, I mean, look at that artwork. That's beautiful. Now, you sell other things than holsters. Um, yes, I mean, we, we saw a little bit about belts. Uh, let's see here. There's your concealed carry. You have belts. You have leather mm -hmm. belts and nylon belts. Mm -hmm. uh, all your inside, outside, all your typical stuff. But then you have um, leg holsters, which we haven't talked about. Tactical belts. You have knife and hunting pouches. Uh, duty belts. I mean, you, this is more than just a regular belt, all the way down to rifle slings. You know, I want to go into rifle slings, just, just to go into rifle slings. Um, there's your rifle slings. I mean, this is not, you're not just a holster company. There's more things that you can do with Falco holsters. Uh, would you mind talking a little more about these things? So, um, again, the same way as we went from falconry to hunting equipment and to uh, leather holsters. Uh, once we get a customer, we want to provide everything he needs. Uh, and we grew horizontally and we really wanted to cover all of the ways of gun carry and all of the equipment uh, a shooter might need or a hunter might need. And we are not focused on just one particular uh, usage of uh, of a firearm but we make concealed carry bags which are really really popular right now and i can understand why i had a customer once and he explained that to me like it's now there are nowadays there are maybe four or five the biggest uh, brands that produce uh, concealed carry bags but everybody already knows how they look so yeah yeah it's a dead giveaway <laughs> yeah, the bag itself screams concealed carry. And that's why maybe because we are smaller and we are not as present uh, on the on the market with the bags, people like to buy these because nobody can tell like it's concealed carry bag. Yep. And again, um, I will go back to the stitching because I hate it, especially uh, I'm a woman, so I, ha I own a lot of bags, right? And nowadays all the products are made to last maybe a year and then the stitching falls apart because it's just poorly made. And with our bags, we do the same thing as with holsters. We we really stitch them to last. We it's handmade, it's made in Slovakia, it's made in our own manufacturing facility. And uh, these bags will last you 10 years. So it's not just concealed carry bags, it's also belly bands. For belly bands, we have uh, custom-made material that we use, custom-made rubber that is very breathable. So we've seen a lot of belly bands on the market and especially women and men as well, they had issues with the fabric because it wasn't breathable enough. And we had this specific rubber made, which is, it's soft to the skin. It's very comfortable to carry. Uh, I have customers who are carrying uh, full-size full firearms in this belly band. And they wow, they don't notice the weight. You you know that you are carrying. Okay, I, I won't say that cliche yeah. that you you don't even know that you are carrying a firearm. You know you do, but it's comfortable. 
and uh, you don't sweat. It's just, it's very, it's a good material. And then we have hunting products because uh, it's our heritage. Um, it's what, that's uh, how we started and our approach. Oh, and that's, to... and people don't understand falconry. That's what falconry was for. It was for hunting. Yeah, it was for hunting. Uh, so people uh, used falcons to hunt lots of smaller prey, like rabbits and, and stuff like that. So everybody who was hunting with falcons, they all also hunted with rifle and they just, they were hunters. Uh, so it goes hand in hand and a part of the rifle slings and uh, ammunition pouches, we have uh, rifle cases um, and these yeah, backpacks and with the cases, we made sure that they are very well padded. So the nylon we use on the outside, it's ballistic nylon. It's very durable. On the inside, there's, there's really soft uh, uh, lining. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And in between these two materials, there's a foam that protects your rifle from, uh, from any impacts. So if you carry it, like if you drive it around in your car or if you drop it somewhere, you can, you can be sure that the, the rifle is safe. It's um, more a premium product. So I think that it's good for customers if they have like some uh, high-end okay. rifles or maybe muzzle loaders or something like that. Well, if you look at it this way, um, I mean, if you're going hunting, not every gun's a cheap gun. And then there's these things called scopes that people like to hunt with. There are times where the scope can be more expensive than the actual rifle itself. Okay. And, and you want to have protection around that stuff. I mean, I did, I did a test of actually, these were red dots where um, I actually had them on a rifle and I put them into my trunk, uh, and, and um, in Montana here, we have 80 mile an hour speed limits. And, you know, when you're going through some of the national forests, there's these really nice switchback turns. And I just had that thing just bouncing around. Um, you want, you want protection of those things. So that's where it's important to have that padding that even if it does slide across the car, it's going to absorb some of that impact. So you don't mess up the optics. You don't, obviously don't want to mess up the firearm, but yeah, that's, that's where those things are important. That's, that's what I like. Um, I really like when I was looking there and those bags, you know, they have that soft, they have the, you know, it's quilted in there. You can see that there's some, there's some thought that went into those. Yeah. Um, there's some, um, as I said, we are always focused on the product. So it's uh, always uh, when we are developing a new product, we are thinking like how what what we want to product to provide. So if I go hunting, what I really want to product to to deliver, uh, not me because I'm not hunting, but uh, Robert or his father who are doing the the R and D are CEOs. So that's how we approach things. It's not like okay, what's the best product that can sell? Like, what can we sell? No, it's like what we need to make because people need it and it will, you know, create some added value and it will be functional. So that's the, the thinking process behind it all. Yeah, you're, you're keeping in mind the actual user of the product, 
know, yeah. you're going, okay, this is what, this is what the users need. Now, how do we make a good product around that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That mm. is, that's awesome. Yeah. But we, we also do, um, duty holsters, but, um, because we produce Kydex, um, like in a traditional way, uh, we don't use uh, steel forms to press the Kydex uh, into the desired shape, but we really do it in uh, by hand. So uh, we are not currently able to deliver higher level of retention than uh, level two. So it's just the self-retention of Kydex and the extra hood that uh, goes around the 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 butt of the of the gun. But we do have these uh, being field tested by police officers in the USA and in Italy as well. And uh, we are trying to figure out uh, what would be the best product for, for our customers in this field for duty use. And um, that's, one thing, that's one thing I noticed about this holster here is, you know, you see some Kydex that has got some really crazy definition to it. And you just know that that's a mold. That's not, yeah. um, you know, that's something that got milled out, machined, stamped, um, uh, well, I guess vacuum formed, um, mm -hmm. you know. And that's the one thing I noticed about this is, is that you don't have that high definition, but you can tell. And, you know, even going through the web page, I could tell these are hand pressed. These are not, a, th these are not, you know, vacuum formed around, you know, a, a, an aluminum mold or yeah. I don't think anybody uses steel, but yeah, you know, aluminum mold to get that. You're, you're focusing on, I have, I have this gun. I'm going to build a whole holster around it. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm done, I'm going to build another holster around another gun. You're, you're focusing on the actual firearm itself, not, not a mold. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and that's awesome because you know that that's I mean yeah it's more you could produce more holsters you know through automation and stuff like that but then you're kind of relying on um, machinery at that point you know I've had a holster from another company that's like okay we made this holster okay well I had that gun also in 45 and no it's not my p320 it was a different gun when I got they said we make it for for the 45 version as well and when I got it didn't mm -hmm. work uh, because they're, you know, they had a version, but no one actually checked it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see. I see. So yeah. that's what I like around your, your, your concept there is, you know, it's, it's, I have a gun, I'm gonna, you know, my customer gave me these parameters to make this holster. I'm going to make it. And then yeah. yes, it's not going to have the, you know, I, I'm not worried about the high definition of this holster. I'm worried about the functionality of this holster. Yeah, you, know, you can my, you can tell yeah that it's uh, it's made in a different way, but that's why we can achieve such a compatibility because yep. we couldn't keep uh, three thousand uh, aluminum uh, uh, forms for the yep. for the Kydex holsters, but we can keep yep. the the blue guns. Yeah, and that's what I like about that. I, I love that's why I like the approach of making the holster. Yeah. Now we are, uh, we've been running a little over an hour here. Where can people find Falco? 
So um, most of this, uh, most of the customers find our products on our own website. So at uh, falcoholsters.com. We were uh, very recently uh, launched at Midway USA as well. It's just a leather holster awesome. for now, but uh, yeah, we are hoping to get that's more a, there. That's a that's a really good place to launch a holster line into the United States because yeah. now you now you have a a dealer here. Yeah, we do have and a dealer a, and a very big one. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, we are doing this year uh, since uh, in twenty twenty one the demand for our holsters skyrocketed and there is a lot of customers in the United States that would like to see our holsters in the stores and closer to home, just, you know, find a more convenient way uh, how to get them. We are really focused on trying to set up a distribution channel uh, in the United States. So um, hopefully by the end of this year, you will see more of our products in stores. for now, you the were, best You way, were busy at SHOT Show networking, weren't we were, you? Yeah, we were at busy at SHOT Show. <laughs> uh, we were at POMA as well, but it was more for the for the media. And we will actually attend NASGW show in Kansas City in October. So this is a show for wholesalers. And we already have been talking to some of the wholesalers in the United States. So if, uh, if this works, uh, we will be closer to you guys. Uh, since we will be in Kansas, uh, Kansas City, we will take a little uh, tour around the cities and uh, we will visit as many stores and as many dealers as we can. And hopefully that will be the first area where you will find Falco holsters in your local stores. That would so be you're awesome. Gonna, you're going to be visiting gun dealers and eating barbecue. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And for everybody on the audio side and the video side, I will have links down in the description. So that way you don't have to go search around. So if you're if you're driving your car, don't go searching Google. You can just realize, just come back to the episode and click on the link. And that way it'll take you right to Falco Holsters. Yeah, and perfect. And wrapping up here, I would like to do a little speed round with you here. It's real simple. So just a simple game. I gave you two choices. And just... Okay. Tell me what choices you would make. So in le- in leather holsters, tan leather or black leather? Tan. Do you like the stitching to match the holster or contrast it? Contrast it. Do you like leather holsters or hybrid holsters? Leather. Pistol or revolver? Pistol. Rifle or shotgun? Rifle. AK-47 or the M16, M4 variant? AK-47. And if there was one gun in the world that had, out of all the guns that have existed, there's one gun that you've ever wanted to shoot, which one is it? Wow, this is a tough one. Well, I think I would really want to try Desert Eagle because okay. I just want to know how how could Lara you just want to shoot a fifty caliber shoot there, Desert right? Eagles like yeah how <laughs> like what's the workout oh, routine of that girl I just <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna, you're definitely gonna have to hit the hit the weight rack a few times before uh, yeah, holding absolutely. this big monstrous gun 
I will, I will need to make sure that somebody is uh, standing behind me and, you know, in case that I fall <laughs> my kitchen. You, you don't want to be one of those YouTube videos. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katerina, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking time at the end of your day to talk to us. And, uh, and I hope you have a great evening. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for your for this opportunity and for your time. And it was a uh, it was nice to talk to you. I had a great time talking to Katerina. She's such an awesome person. And what's really cool is that she's well, relatively new to the shooting sports. And it's great having new people join, not just here in the U.S., but all around the world. We want to welcome new people into our sport, no matter where they are, because it's an awesome sport. And when you get in here, you find out it's fun and it can be safe. Now, Falco Holsters has been around for a long time. And they are really kind of like old world quality meets modern day weaponry. Go check out their website. It's pretty awesome stuff they've got. Now, since it's handmade, you're not going to get like the really high definition in the leather and the kydex that you're used to seeing. Because it's handmade. It's custom. That's okay. You really don't need that. And if you want something really special, you can go get one of those hand-carved leather holsters. Don't forget to use the code BANSHEE at checkout. And you'll receive 10% off. And you'll have your order in about 10 days. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.